Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. Now, it's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider. Welcome to another edition of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin. I'm the National Accounts Manager with Hidware USA, and I'm joined today by three other lovely folks. Uh, but look, this incredible broadcast that you're about to witness is brought to you by our good friends over at Promo Show. Uh, look, it might be only August, but look, now's the perfect time to start uh, looking for ways to show clients how they can show appreciation. So join Promo Show on Tuesday, August 31st from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern to attend the Holiday Gift Theme Show. Distributors can register by clicking on the Holiday Gift Banner at promoshow.com and suppliers can reach out to sales at promoshow.com if, they, uh, if you need help reserving a booth. Uh, there will be education, entertainment, giveaways throughout the day. So be sure to check it out on August 31st between 11 and 3 Eastern. Uh, go to promoshow.com and click on the holiday gift banner to register and suppliers email sales at promocorner.com. If you're interested in a booth, promoshow.com, the entire industry virtually. Uh, and perfect guest for today and for today's topic, we've got Amelia Model with us today. Amelia, why don't you say hello? Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. A, a second time guest on the show. Uh, so look, it is customary for us to give uh, our special guests a good three to four minute rundown. But before we do that, why don't we say hi to our other two co-hosts today? Meg Erber, how are you doing? I am doing well. How are you doing today, Jeff? That's a like, nice shirt wow, that you're doing you, there. You're asking how I'm doing. I feel so, wow. Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. I feel great. Look, I've got my badge on. I'm ready for some trade shows, if you know what I'm saying. You know, looks like Stephen is too over there. Stephen's prepared. He's. Got I was just reminiscing, and I wanted to make sure if the opportunity presented itself, someone could scan me. Do you so. have a, a chapstick? I don't know. Um, I have a 2018 <laughs> Expo East. Actually, the only time I've been to Expo East. Oh, so well. I can yeah. send you that. Uh, there's also some more in here I can probably lend. I remember that show. We had fun at that show. We did. Yes. We did. We we did. Extracurricular <laughs> activities happening. Uh, all right. Fair enough. Well, everybody's ready for some trade shows. So Amelia, before we jump into the topic, why don't you uh, give us your, uh, your sort of synopsis of who Amelia Model is and how you got involved in the promotional products industry? Oh, well, I'll make it quick because it's not that long a story. Um, I am currently the vice president of sales at Promo Corner, but I have been in the industry since 2012. Um, pretty much always as a service provider. I started at Distributor Central, was there for a little over five years, um, got taken over to the, are suppliers the dark side or distributors the dark side? I always forget. Depends on, Depends who on who you're asking. I went to the <laughs> other side for a brief stint and then I got picked up by um, Promo Corner. So that's it. It's a short story. Almost 10 years. Next year will be 10 years, which it's gone by in a blink of an eye. I can't. So how did, how did you get involved? Like, or how did you find out about the industry? Like, how did, how, how did you get your start? Careerbuilder.com. Really? I, um, I have had several lives kind of like um, Stephen outside of the industry before. And I was working in um, a family business. We owned a um, an old movie theater and a restaurant. And I was sick of every family dinner being about business. And I was like, I've got to find something on my own. So I started looking for things that were close to my area and distributor central happens to be about 20, 25 minutes from where I live. 
and I applied. And then I happened to know Tiffany who worked there. We knew each other through mutual friends because we both live in Kansas city and yeah, awesome. random, completely random. Very what would cool. you be doing if you weren't in the industry today? Like, what would you be doing? Like, what, what, if your alternate universe life, what would Amelia be doing? I don't know. I, I was not a very good stay at home mom. I tried to do it for like a year with each kid. And then I was like, I'm going to lose my mind. Um, so I don't know. I'd either be volunteering a lot at the school or probably just something part-time local to get me out of the house. Yeah. Well, we're glad to have you. You're not leaving. Yeah. Stuck here. <laughs> Thank you for not kicking me out, anybody. Yeah, it's a black hole. It sucks you in and it never lets go. Yeah. It's like uh, Rose in the Titanic. I'll never let go. <laughs> I mean, she, she clearly did. I, I know. It's a bad example. <laughs> Who's Jack in the situation? Who did I kill? Or who did we yeah. kill? <clears throat> Fair enough. Well, hey, she didn't let go of the door. Okay, just be door. That's who she was talking to. Be the door. Don't be. (laughs) I'm not sure I understand. Uh, (laughs) That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, look, you did mention a movie theater, and that makes me sad because, on a side note, how I'm doing. Um, So. Uh, there's a, a really great movie theater actually not too far from our house and it closed down over COVID and it, I don't think it's opening back up like the doors boarded up and crap which is really yeah. sad because it was an awesome movie theater we've got a couple in our area uh, but this one had like the VIP seats and uh, you know the, the just the setup was great the location was good the the theaters themselves were actually really nice so it was super sad to see so hopefully uh, hopefully the family theater and diner is doing uh, you know well we don't own it anymore we sold it but it is still open and operating and it's actually in the guinness book it's the oldest operating movie theater in the world um they have pictures that date back to the early 1900s and it's it's now a two two screener but it used to be a one screen and the original stage is still there in the back where they used to like play pianos that went along with the movie that's incredible it's pretty cool we have one of those back home. It was the Lavoie Theater and our my entire childhood. It was all about like reopen it, reopen it. Um, they finally did after I left, but I've never been there. But there was like where all they would play all the the news, you know, and the, during the war, that's where we would go to like find it all out. That's really cool. I mean, if they, you think about it, like this this place really could have uh and we'll get to the topic in just a second, but this place could have I mean, during COVID, like honestly, they could have pivoted okay and done like the huge inflatable freaking drive-in movie theater type of screen because they've got a huge parking lot and uh you know they could have they could have done that for sure i mean i think the uh people were were certainly uh willing to get out in their cars and do something for goodness sake i know i would have participated in a couple movies but anyhow uh i digress uh why don't we talk about uh trade shows and uh sort of the hybrid situation moving forward and what promo corner has been up to and promo show and how you guys are working in with regionals and all sorts of stuff. We got a lot of stuff to discuss today. We're doing a little bit of everything. So I, am I the only person out of this group that's actually attended an in-person show this year? Stephen has. Yeah, I did a, a show in Nashville. Uh, oh, okay. With, the PPAMS. Uh, no, it was for, um, Facilis. Uh, Facilis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. They had a, um, an owner's meeting. Thing. it was about 200 or so people um so that was that was my first experience back <laughs> didn't you do this podcast like after one of the networking events like a little like 
live from the from the event kind of yeah like a, yeah i did yep i no i wait hang on no yeah, you're still in no. the boat the night before that's what it was five o'clock somewhere don't, don't give him a hard time all right it was during a meeting i guess it's a meeting and you went to the lobby hey look you may be drinking out of a coffee cup but it doesn't mean there's coffee in the cup all right and look, if Meg and I were at an in-person in show at 11.45 in the morning, well, 10.45 for you, because I think you were in Central Time, but yeah, it was. Uh, you know, hey, we may or may not have been partaking with you. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but go ahead. All right. So, Amelia, what's what's up? What's Amelia. Back yeah. Back. <laughs> well, so in-person shows are back right now. Who knows what the future holds in a month? Everything could be back to virtual again, but um, it, it's super nice to be out. And I know you guys are jonesing if you haven't been out to, to get in person and have a beverage with somebody in person, which was super nice. I was in um, Chicago. And then I was also just recently out at the SAC show, which is the regional show. And you guys talked about that last week in your podcast. So mm -hmm. I was listening um, and people were happy to get out there. The attendance for both of those shows was great. Um, I think it was the SAC show. I believe I heard they said it was on par from the last time they had an in-person show, which happened to be in San Diego in 2019. Um, and I think they had around a thousand pre-registered distributors. I don't know how many actually attended, but they were pretty happy with the numbers. So there is a need and we all want to get back out there, but you know, there's also situations for hybrid um Meg did you guys have your SNS in person or was it no a virtual it was a virtual it was virtual and so actually before we go into any virtual hybrid I want to ask um question about the in-person meetings because this is something yep. that has been coming up a lot I, I'm, I'm in a couple of board and meeting committees with charity and so we kind of if you've heard this before sorry apologize but we no. you know we moving forward have to be more intentional. We can't just go back to the way things are where we pop up our booth, we show our product and it's the same thing over and over again. I just looked at pictures of SAC last week. I didn't really get to dive into it, but I did not, it looked like, like a very large regional show. I am mm -hmm. apologize, but it didn't look like anything. Bam, nothing, no experiences, nothing out of the ordinary. Again, I just did a quick graze and I was like, ah, in so, fairness, Meg, it is a large regional show. It is a regional. Well, I know. Okay, I, I used the wrong word. Oh my god! It looked okay. like what it was. Well, I've been to SAC. I've been I to that, and it wasn't really a regional show. It was like one of the big ASI shows when I used to go. This was many, mm -hmm. many years ago. So I don't. Maybe now it is has digressed. But um, Charity, Charity, and I, and a, and a bunch of others um, are on a on a committee for um, another trade show, and we are making it all about the experience. So I'm really interested to see what because I'm I missed it. I missed both SAC and ASI Chicago. But was there anything that really stood out? And you're like, this is what we need. This is what the industry needs. Or does it like, man, this is 2019? It was just like the old days. It mm -hmm. was everything was pretty much the same. Um, they, they had a stage set up at SAC, but I was not there both days. The second day was an end user show. So I flew out at the end of the first day. So I didn't see the second day. Um, there were some large distributors and buying groups that had like meetings off to the side there. Um, but in general, just to walk it, it was a traditional trade show. The only difference was there was a bunch of um, hand sanitizer stations and about 25 35 percent of the people had masks on the rest was just kind of kind of like a normal experience so the selling point in my eyes which I think is enough 
um, even with all that being said, is the people, because you got to see everybody mm-hmm. that you haven't seen like in a year and a half. And I think that was the biggest feedback thing that we heard from ASI Chicago is like, we got to see our friends and family. I call them one family anymore, but the, the friends and family that we haven't seen in 18 months and everyone got to to laugh and hug and cry and just have a drink together. And it was, that was really nice. And I'm sure that's what a lot of us are missing out on. Um, so I'm, I'm really, uh, uh like I like what you were telling me about what you guys are doing with Expo East. And I don't know if you're able to divulge any of that information or not, but I know the, uh, what, what sort of you were sort of mentioning was incredible. Like I think it's really good warranted changes. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to take this away from Amelia at all, but um, yeah. just, we are working on making it an experience. You know, we have a new venue. I'm actually going down to do a venue um, walkthrough this week today, actually. Um, so that's a really, really cool. Um, and so new venue, it's going to be more inclusive. So like, instead of being, um, you know, everyone at the convention center and then they're staying at the trop or the Borgata or Harris or wherever we're having it like all at Harris, which I think is really cool, but we're going to have Michael Riesbaum on in a couple of weeks to talk about it. And so we'll yep. leave that for that. But yeah, just, if you're planning a trade show guys, we don't want to go back to being the same old, same old, like you really want to be intentional. Think about experiencing, think about what's going to be different. Mm-hmm. So that, and Hybrid is going to come into it 110% right now for the foreseeable future. Yeah. So Absolutely. let's segue into that, Amelia, because you said yeah. that you, you were sort of getting into the hybrid situation. So what do you, what do you foresee being hybrid and how do you embrace hybrid more than what we already have? Because I think there's, there's a big difference between being able to attend a virtual trade show and actually doing something quote unquote hybrid. There are some um, events coming up where they will do an in-person show and then a week or a month later, they're going to do a virtual show. So that is one way, but talking about being intentional, you know, time is very important to people right now and money is very tight for a lot of people. So the days of traveling all the way across the country for a four hour show just is not effective and efficient. So with the hybrid, the nice thing is people that are not right there, it's not in their backyard, they could still attend, especially the distributors that wanna see things that they can't get there for multiple reasons. Um, They can still see that. One of the hybrid things that we're doing and we're testing now is we've actually partnered with NEPA, the Northeastern Promotional Products Association, and they're getting ready to have their show. And so as an add-on, Promo Corner is going to be there and suppliers can um, do an add-on of a one-minute spotlight. So we will go and interview them. And what's the number one question you get when someone comes into your booth? Meg, what's Jeff? new? What's <laughs> new? <laughs> so instead of answering that question 500 times, you could be more intentional about your messaging, and it will go live on NEPA's Facebook page, on Promo Corner's Facebook page, and I think on the Promo Show Facebook page. And then the folks that can't attend can be there and watch those and they'll live on on the internet as well so they can send it later and at least get some of that out there so you can see what's what's new or kind of feel like you're there yeah no that's a really good idea and we'll probably have to talk later on and and add this to promotion feast as well i think that's a really good value add to have because there are still going to be people who can't who can't or don't want to come or they still Mm -hmm. don't want to lose out on all the education lose out on all the you know, what's the new product? And, and they otherwise would, because even in some type of virtual platforms that still gets lost, right? Cause it's like, where do I go? How am I gonna see this? We're still asking what's new. So even having something, a segment of, or a spot to go where you can just see what's new is an incredible resource for the distributors of our industry. Yeah. 
and kind of like charity walked around when in Chicago because I bumped into her when she was yeah. with you guys randomly. I was like, what's happening? Um, but like she was able to walk everybody around and let them have the experience, but this will be more specific so the suppliers can like share their message. Um, HPG did a really good job when they were in Chicago. They did a live event that they had been promoting and they went down through all their lines and kind of did a, a quick segue so people could see if they couldn't go there. But I think that's something that um, suppliers can incorporate into their booth. I mean, they can go live on their on their own. I don't know if there's rules about doing that with some of the um, the shows, but no, the technology mostly, mostly is out the there. Service. Yeah, um, you can actually get Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> yes, it's the yeah. Wi-Fi. The technology is there. I mean, everybody has a tablet. You could put a tablet where people could pop in a Zoom yeah. link or a promo show or something, yeah. and they could be. You could have a person dedicated to that um, kind of like AI person. So there's a lot of things that could be done. It's just thinking outside of the box and people, you know, being deliberate, like you mentioned, and trying coming up with different ways to deliver the message without standing and walking, you know, booth to booth to booth. And... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I honestly think the thing that we did with charity was probably one of the most quote unquote hybrid situations that, that anybody's really done to this point. And I think uh, to me, that's sort of what the hybrid scenario is. You're still doing the live in-person stuff, but while mm -hmm. you're there, you're also doing something to help or to incorporate and bring in people that aren't able to physically be there. Uh, so whether that's dedicating an extra person in your booth to solely doing the virtual mm -hmm. format uh, for those folks, or if it's, you know, sort of doing, you know, managing both, I'm not sure what the logistics of that looks like, but uh, I think that's the best way to move forward as far as a hybrid situation goes, because there's a lot of good that came out of direct to you and, you know, these, the virtual events that we've done, like it, it incorporates a lot of folks that wouldn't necessarily be able to, you know, have exposure to any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but all of us that are used to doing the in-person things uh, understands that that falls short of what our expectations are. So I think you need both. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think having, excuse me, even having like, what like you said, the promo show there, partnering up with, with someone like the promo show when you're having a hybrid event, you guys already have that technology built out. You do, you mm -hmm. add, and suppliers, if, if you're going to an in-person event and there is a hybrid component, you're only hurting yourself by not taking advantage of that because you're not getting your full, the full worth. You're really not. You need to be able to reach everybody, be intentional. You're going to be that dinosaur. If you're just sitting in that booth with the same pop-up from 19 or 19, 2019, <laughs> you know, this is, yeah, dedicate that extra person. So Amelia, Brendan had mentioned that uh, that you guys have done, I guess, some some shows in coordination with some of the regionals. I think was it NEPA or somebody that he mentioned. Yeah. Uh, what what exactly was that partnership about, and how did like what how did that go down? Yeah. So with the promo show that we've been doing our own theme shows, we've actually been able to partner with other buying groups and regionals and hosted their events when they couldn't go in person. So we've done two for NEPA. They've been really good in like letting us kind of help help navigate with them. Um, so we did a um, their set regional, and then several months later, we actually did an end user show for them. So it was both distributors walking and then distributors inviting their clients, and they were able to kind of gauge where their clients were and interact with both the supplier and the client. Um, one of the things that NEPA did for the client show was they did like a really nice kidding, like a gift box. And that's something that we're doing for our holiday gift show at the end of this month. 
Um, but if you're doing a smaller show and you can do those, that's a nice experience too for the people to get excited about it or open something up or have it. And there have been several groups that have, have done that. Um, I worked with the buying group and they, the sales reps were able to buy the, the kits or the, the boxes and send those to their end user clients before the event. So they had some products to actually hold in their hand when they were going around and talking to, to the vendors. That's awesome. It's a great idea. Yeah. How do suppliers get into that box? Like, I mean, what do you guys do? Do you guys reach out to them? Is that just something that for ours? Yeah. Yeah. For ours, I, I can't um, talk about what Carol did with NEPA, but for ours, yeah, we reached out to the suppliers that had already committed to being part of it. And we just had them do a co brand. So pull a few products here. Yeah. I know that's Jeff awesome. loves his Tervis. Hey. As do I. So if you can see, doesn't have a Tervis. Meg. <gasps> Meg Gerber, on the other hand, I don't know how she feels about our wonderful sponsor. I will get you in touch with Joel and Michael. Thank but you. Yeah, so we just reached out to them and asked them if they wanted to send some products. They did some home branding. Um, Lincoln Line did these little. Um, oh, what is cool. that? Something that I will use very often. Oh, that's nice. That, yeah. and that's really nice. Like these are the things that like that should be in yeah. the box. I think uh, while you're showing that, I just want to tell you a quick story. At Christmas time, I did like a regional thing and I got a box and I was so excited. And then I got it. And then everything that was in there it was nothing was branded. It was like, oh, here's the here's from our sample kit. And I was like, this sucks. <laughs> so I won't call out the regional, but I was it was disappointing. That's nice. Yeah, we had um, seven suppliers and one of them is the supplier that did the box for us, Keepsake. And so we had um, all the products in here co-branded. And then we also put a QR code on the box and on a little card. So when they get it, if they're still not familiar, they can just scan it and it takes them to a page where they can find the product information for each of those. Awesome. So there was a snack in here, but I ate it this weekend. I had a six hour car drive, so I stole it and ate it. In my <laughs> I cannot blame you for that. Yeah. So thank you, Maple Bridge. That saved my life when I couldn't stop. To eat. <laughs> we were all drooling over her booth. So yes, highly recommend that Maple Ridge I'm just offering this as a suggestion that you reach out to them or they put something in a box, 110%. Like they're just delicious. We were all drooling when Charity walked over there. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't help that we broadcast at lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was also yeah. drooling when I saw pens. So yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meg, I thought you were drooling at uh, chapstick, right? Like well, I was chapstick. So did you guys know that pens were the number one ESP search in July? Whoa. Did I, I read that on one of the things that when we were like scrambling for stuff last week. <laughs> yeah, but you know who the, uh, who the winner of the, you know, ASI promo madness was, right? But. No buts. No buts. <laughs> but what was the most was popular product in the impressions? Uh, Carol? It wear actually beat t-shirts oh. in that in that tournament. Yeah, well, that was last it, year or in March. This year, son. <laughs> I don't even know what day it is. Let's let alone a year. <laughs> oh, hey, well. so a uh, question. How long will it be <laughs> yeah. before as a um, distributor, I can just pay like $30, $40 and rent a tablet with a Segway on it and just drive it around one of the trade shows? You know, like the... Well, they're banning those like little carts and stuff. So I don't know if it's probably the yes. smartest thing to like run through the aisles. 
Um, at SAC, they had given out instructions that talked about safety protocol, PPE, but there was notification that they did not want anybody bringing those, you know, cases through the aisles. Oh, I was just thinking that would be my, my way to virtually go. And I could just see all the, all the drones flying around each other and then falling on the people. Yeah. Yeah. Meg's loaded up. (laughs) Meg, you get all your samples samples. for your friends. Yeah. (laughs) And my kids and their friends too. Yeah. (laughs) Load up before Halloween. You got yeah. some trick or treat <laughs> items. Oh, the other thing, Meg, I know you're big into sustainability. And the other thing that I've noticed has been a big help for the virtual is that all of the content that is seen is all online. So there's no catalogs being printed. They are seen virtually. They're probably, they can be downloaded as PDFs. Um, I had some stats pulled. And when we started this, it's been over about a year that we've been doing it. We had over 1 million page views on promo show and over 26,000 users that were generated over the past year to join promo show. That's amazing. That's really amazing. Yeah. I like how you incorporated that QR code and I, they went out of style for a little bit, but I have seen them so much over the last two years. I feel like they are so, it's like a lot of restaurants. That's a lot of places where I go. They're like, scan the QR code on the way in the menu for a game. Yeah. Your kids are bored. Scan the QR code. It'll pop a game up on their tablets or whatever. Yeah. No t-shirts. I love it. I love it. Get rid of all those catalogs. So it's way easier too, for an updating standpoint, you don't have to reprint something and worrying about, Oh, that's changed. That's changed. Just code it in the back and it's always current you miss an s on something you know yeah yes god <laughs> on some stock r you never know yeah if you're missing an okay. s and s and s you, you kind of that would be really bad <laughs> I mean, that would be really bad you know sometimes <laughs> things are classified and you just miss an s yeah. some stock art anyway you can change it you can change it if it's not permanently yeah tattooed somewhere you know <laughs> And you're also saving the money on the shipping too. Like catalogs are heavy. Like I just put like, like four small catalogs in that bag and that like weighed me down. Like, and that's it's expensive to ship. So I think doing that, having that QR code, having those, you know, we are sending out a package, right? But there's ways to do it sustainability. There's sustainable options out there. There's, there's uh, companies like Chameleon Like who have boxes that are made out of eco-friendly materials. And then you get into the printing, they've got the algae-based inks. Um, depending on what your message is, you know, you have the opportunity to get it out there with a sustainable, um, by sustainable means. So Mm -hmm. don't think it's out of the, out of the, you know, the ordinary or impossible to do that. Yeah. Our boxes we shipped, we just put the label right on top. So the box was designed to not be put, you don't put a box in a box, that kind of thing. So, So we designed the box shipping label and I saved this stuff. These are great for storage when you're putting like your kids projects in it or trying to put some winter hats or something that you don't want they fold great and store in the closet so yeah for sure for sure fair enough you guys Mm -hmm. have any other questions for uh for amelia or amelia do you have anything else to sort of bring to the table as far as um you know the the hybrid situation or in person or just shows in general moving forward yeah well if anybody like meg that's on a board that wants to talk about hybrid opportunities we love to kind of brainstorm with people and see how we can help or what we can do so um we probably have it created but if we don't we have really good programmers that can whip something up and we are still doing promo show for next year we have four scheduled um and we'll kind of see how that goes but you know we just don't know i don't have a magic eight ball (laughs) and i'm not um psychic so 
yeah we'll see how it goes but we're you gonna guys, we're... you could have almost done this uh this show coming up next week like a month ago considering the the logistics and everything i mean it's people will have to place orders like immediately in order to get stuff by holiday so i, I think it's good timing for sure but people yeah gonna... yeah Having just sending the flyer out, reminding distributors to register. I had a distributor from a large buying group. She's like, oh my God, we want to do this for our end users. So we're working on putting something together for them, utilizing our technology where they will have suppliers come in and speak for 10 or 15 minutes. But instead of walking around the virtual show floor, it will be online presentations, just boom, boom, boom. So it's intentional. They get the information. They're not scared. Like, what do I do when I go in a booth? Do I interact? Do I not? So yeah, people are needing to, um, you guys can attest, but people need to put their orders in probably sooner rather than later if they want anything before Christmas. Yes. Things change so much and so quickly. And when you're dealing with something and timetables that are out that far, you know, and something changes, like there's so much that could change between now and three months from now. You know what I mean? So um, mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and get into rapid fire then. Meg, why don't you uh, why don't you go first? All right. <laughs> um, okay. So, what was your childhood nickname that your parents gave you? Jeffrey. <laughs> you didn't have like a nickname like like poopy pants or like Jeffy Blue or <laughs> no <laughs> or Jeffy Bighead or. The hell, Meg? Uh, no. Um, the the only nickname that I can really remember my uh, my first grade school bus driver actually gave to me. She called me Jeffro. Jeffro, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. My parents called me by my name um, as well. <laughs> so. God, go figure. Like I gave this child a name, and I'm 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 gonna call it by its name. Okay, so did you guys not have nicknames growing up by like anybody? No. I did in uh, high school. I, I yeah, oh yeah, I did in high school, but it wasn't given by my parents. Okay, well, what was it in high school then? For for me, my friends just abbreviated and they called me M, just okay, like the letter M, and that was easier. And then nobody misspelled my name, so that was or pronounced you know, it wrong. Or pronounced <laughs> it wrong. Uh, my, my maiden name was even harder than my married last name. So, <laughs> what they right, call you, Stephen? McNugget. <laughs> that's funny i had it on my I your parents didn't give that nickname to you yeah it ended up being like on my football cleats and on um, like yeah there's a lot that went into this it was it was a thing in high school apparently that's cool meg <laughs> i was meggy boo 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 meggy boo boo even in, um, I think when I was in soccer at some year, it was on my jacket or something. So, so what are your kids' nicknames? Uh, Addie is like. Yeah, that, that, I'll, I'll just piggy, hold on. I'll just piggyback off your question and I'll go next. What's your kids' nickname? All right. Yeah. Well, Addie is like Addie Deathwish Rose, and then Kaylee was always Kaylee Rose, and then Court was Court Bug. Yeah, we all had nicknames. Dogs Stacey, do you have nicknames for your children? Yeah. So. Um... Roro, I call Ruru a lot, and uh, Corbel, I call CB or uh, Coco. Those yeah, are the two. We love our children way more than our parents loved us. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my kids, the oldest, uh, we usually just call Kay or Khaleesi is her name, and uh, my 
my parents uh, named her Kesey Bug. Like that's their little nickname for her. And then our youngest, Ayana, uh, we call her Yanni. Yanni. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. How about you, Julia? Um, I have an Adeline and we've always just called her Addie, but there are a lot of Addies out there. So she yeah. strictly is don't call her that anymore. It's strictly Adeline for school purposes Adeline. and friends. Yeah. And then my son's name is Maddox and he's a little bit of a wild man. So we call him Mad Max sometimes, Mad Max. which yeah. he hates. But cool. <laughs> my Adeline right. sometimes tells me her name is Adeline and then she'll tell me it's Jim. So we're just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, Stephen, what is your rapid fire question? It was going to be uh, trade show related. But what is your favorite item of trait that you've received at a trade show? Hmm. We don't get many as suppliers, just when you check in, you know. But, but the water. Don't you, guys, don't you guys have been to a trade show? I mean, yeah, but back then it was just like, yeah, pens. No, 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 no. I'm I'm waving this, but this is not it. No, one of my actually, uh, I guess it was two years ago now. The uh, the promo AF uh bag that mm -hmm. um that they gave out mm -hmm. was incredible uh but normally uh be before that i would have said the uh the the promo uh promo corner um what were they the the, the bar the bar openers bar blades bar oh. blade there you go that's it yeah that's cool. yeah nice it's always good to get a t-shirt i think when i was a distributor i got an american apparel t-shirt and i think i wore that thing into the ground i was like this is the softest thing i've ever had it was a little too short and a little too tight but i think i still <laughs> <laughs> make it work make it work it's a crop top <laughs> how about you amelia what is your favorite uh favorite i top? don't know if i have a favorite i'm really big into my my drinkware, my yeah. kids always are like, don't bring home anymore. And I'm like, but it's so good. Yeah. But my whole house, I mean, I do a segment called the model's closet. I have a whole closet of apparel and bags and charging banks. Like I live promo whenever anybody needs something. I'm like, what do you need? I got, I got a stack of a little bit of everything here. So I still need, still need to get you a couple hats. For yeah. Me. You've been saying that for a year, Jeff. Oh, so I'm not the only one. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, technically it's, yeah, we'll, I, well, I, we won't go into that. We'll save time. Uh, I have my apparel shirt on right now. There you go. Oh, that's snazzy. I like it. What is that, a next level or a Bella Canvas or something else? Um, I don't know. I'd have to check my tag here. Careful. I can't tell, but it looks like a Bella. That looks like Bella. Looks like Bella Canvas yeah. Bella. Or, or alternative, but yeah. I'm a fan. Big fan of the Bella Canvas. It's, it's nice. I have that one. Two different colors. <laughs> All right, Amelia Model, what is your rapid fire question? Um, mine uh, for kids. So I, you all have kids. I don't know if they're all school age. So are you happy or sad if your kids are going back to school? I guess, are your kids going back to school in person? My, my oldest is four, so she'll be going next year. And I am happy that... Uh, Actually, I guess we don't really know what the next 12 months holds for us, but um, happy that she will actually be going to a school as opposed to having to go through kindergarten uh, and the crap that we just went through. I think Jeff will be a crier on the first day of kindergarten. Should we put some money on it when he drops his daughter off for the first it's time? Definitely possible. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. could also just like 
take off that day and get absolutely wasted as well. I don't know. It'll be one or the other. <laughs> they used to have Kleenexes in a room for first time when the moms would bring their kids to kindergarten. They'd have a room because the moms would cry. And I was like, uh-uh, I'm ready to party. I'm not, I'll, I'll probably I'm drink the way Meg did for St. Patrick's Day this year. What's that? Said I'll probably drink the way Meg did for St. Patrick's Day this year. Oh yeah. Like a fake drinker. <laughs> no, just never mind. It's fine. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so our, our oldest went, was going back to school already. Um, like the, I think last, last year they brought them back for the second part of the year. Um, and they were do, like just towards the end when they were doing the was it in person and then like they'd have one virtual day and then they'd a hybrid school day. Yeah. Yes. The, well, the day was one or the other. <laughs> it was, yeah, the, the year was rotated. But um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't have much different emotion about it. Um, I want them to go back. So, yeah. Yep. When my, um, when I was, when the kids were a little bit younger, I remember I would like always try to post a funny picture when they were leaving, like them going off to the bus and then me like jumping up and kicking my heels together. But then I realized how quickly that went. So I'm driving my baby to school next Thursday um, in North Carolina. So she'll be a freshman down at SAU in North Carolina. And it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I'm definitely gonna cry. I've been crying nonstop actually. So <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> but yeah, actually it's uh we're recording this, so it'll be tomorrow when I take her down. Yeah. Well, when this will have dropped, my kids will have been back in school for a week, both of them. Uh -huh. Last year, I had one at school and one at home. So I haven't been kid-free for a year and a half. So I was very happy. And it's oddly quiet in my house now to work and not have like a million disruptions. My biggest thing is the dogs coming in and wanting out, but it's, it's nice. But now I don't have my child labor. Like I'm like, laundry's <laughs> not done. The dishes aren't done. Like who's going to do all my chores in the day if they're at school. That's funny. Nice. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, this, uh, this podcast is brought to you today by uh, our good friends over at the promo show, also known as uh, promo corner. Uh, but look, uh, it may only be August, but as I alluded to earlier, you may want to uh, go ahead and start thinking about ways to show your clients appreciation. So make sure that you join Promo Show on Tuesday, August 31st from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern to attend the holiday gift themed show. Distributors can register by clicking on the holiday gifts banner at the uh, at promoshow.com and suppliers can reach out to sales at promoshow.com uh, if, uh, if they need help reserving a booth. Uh, there's going to be education, entertainment, giveaways throughout the day. So be sure to check it out on August 31st between 11 and 3 Eastern. Uh, go to promoshow.com and click on the holiday gift banner to register suppliers email sales at promocorner.com. Uh, if you're interested in a booth, promoshow.com, the entire industry virtually. Uh, guys, thank you so much. Amelia, thanks for being on and, and uh, discussing the topic. I know it's one of uh, great interest and uh, looking forward to seeing how things unfold over the next couple of months. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right. Take care, guys. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.